What's going on, everyone? This is Codis with the Yolk Christian Podcast. Uh, I'm here today with Jared. How are we doing? I am wrecked right now. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely wrecked. That last podcast reamed me. Um, yeah. Dude, oh, yeah. Man, that was, that, was, that was pretty good. That was really good. Yeah, um, which I forgot to, to mention. Um, so we interviewed Luke in the last podcast, which I feel like I should have mentioned it in the last one, but just mm-hmm. to kind of clarify in this one. Um, so Luke is a, a singer-songwriter. And yes. He sings if you like Texas country, yeah, country, country. If you like Texas country, um, or like the uh, an indie with storytelling with yeah. country uh, kick to a it, raspy voice too, raspy voice. Uh, the I think the best voice I have ever heard. Um, like it's up there, man. It's up there. Um, and just the the way he can pick at a guitar and play it and everything, he has soul behind it and. He started to make Christian music, and with that, and like it's literally been exactly what I was searching for for like a year and a half. Yeah. Um, and so, anyways, amazing stuff, amazing guy. Um, and if you want to go listen to his music, hopefully he has something out. Like he doesn't have any music on like Spotify, yeah, or anything not like yet. That yet. Um, he should hear soon, relatively. But uh, if you want to go find it and hear snippets of his songs, um, you can go to his TikTok, and his name is. Um, Luke Hello. Bauer. Luke Bauer. So it's Luke, like L-U-K-E dot Bauer, B-O-W-E-R-R with two R. Yeah, so dude, Luke Bauer. He's blown up the past few days. Like he's had yeah, he so has. many followers, but I'm he deserves it, honestly. For sure. He deserves it. Every For every sure. single follower. Yep. He uh God has given him a very unique gift beyond yes, he's he given has. many others. Um and as long as uh Luke continues as he is, continues to walk by faith, not by sight, and is a good steward of what God has blessed him with. God will take, let him soar. So, yes. um, but what's, uh, what's this topic about today, Cody? So this one is a topic that I've talked a little bit about in my TikTok, but it's something that, you know, you don't really think of a lot of times, but God is going to say no, or God's not going to answer your prayer at that moment. Sure. So I want to clarify one thing, that God's timing is way different than our timing, And I've said this a thousand times, but it's something that everyone needs to know. God sees stuff completely different than we see things. You know, he Mm -hmm. sees it in a a holy and eternal way, but we see it in a worldly and sinful and temporal way, you know? So the way we see things is way different than the way God sees things. Yeah. So the verse it's mainly going off of is Matthew 26, 44, which we read, what day is it? Is today Monday or Thursday? Uh Today's Thursday, so yeah. A days so ago. yeah, a couple days ago we talked about Matthew twenty six, and this is when Jesus pretty much it, it says so. Jesus left them and went away to pray once more, and prayed for the third time, saying the same thing. So this is when Jesus he was asking God, you know, to I mean, Lord, if I mean, I get this is in your will, but if if it's if there's any way that you can let this cup pass for me, please let it happen. But if it's yeah. in your will, Father, let it happen. So yeah. Jesus, you know, he's still human, so he still doesn't want to die. You know, like. He knows how awful this is going to be. So he's asking God, if there's any way out of this, please let it happen. But God, also, if it's in your will, let that will also be done, which I love. Like, that is just, that is strong. Like, he's like, yes, it's going to suck. But if it's in your will, I'm I'm all for it. Like, that's what we should be like. It's easier Mm -hmm. said than done. But, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you, you know, you said something about prayer and how it's in God's timing. You know, sometimes the answer to like God answers all of our prayers, but sometimes the answer yeah. is no, but that's simply because he knows what is better for us than we do. Mm-hmm. Because 
we see things in a very limited view um, mm-hmm. from a very limited perspective. Like we can only see um, our past, our, our present and our near foreseeable future. Whereas God sees the outcome of every action of past, present and future. Yeah. And so he knows the outcome of, say you're praying for a new Cadillac, very materialistic of you. But if you're praying for that, God knows the outcome of not only how that impacts you, but how that impacts the laborer that makes a Cadillac. He knows how that impacts the Cadillac company. He knows how the Cadillac company would spend the money from that Cadillac that you bought. He knows the outcome of all that stuff, which is crazy. He knows it down to the T. Exactly. And so he knows the possible outcomes of every possible outcome. And so um, that's why he allows things to be the way that they are. So God, and sorry, this, I guess is my little rant. No, you're good. Um, You're good. He knows your actions before you take them, regardless of if you're trying to run from his, his will or not. And so if you're trying to discredit God, if you're trying to run from God, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. he knows the actions that you're going to take. And he has purposed those actions to fit into his will so that he can carry out his will in a good, perfect and glorious way. So it doesn't matter if you're an atheist. It doesn't matter if you're a Christian. God already knows the actions that you're going to take. And he has already made a plan in accordance to your actions, regardless of whether they are good or bad in your eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. That was, that was good. That was good. Um, so, Take it away. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, dude. Keep uh, I'm going to read a little story now, I guess. So nobody likes getting told no, obviously, especially mm-hmm. when you're in prayer. So the night before Jesus was crucified, he prayed three times that his death could be called off. And three times, God the Father said no. Even though Jesus was mm-hmm. without sin and had good motives for his request, God still said no. Sometimes the most committed Christians pray for uh, fever C, I think, yeah, fever C, asking God to heal their illness, to reverse their financial difficulties, or to repair their broken relationships. We think that if we get our prayer exactly right, if we have enough faith, or if we have enough people praying with us, God will do what we request. But answers to prayer are up to God, not us. The final decision on our prayer is His decision. Our faith is in Him, not in the, the expectation that everything will be chosen we would choose it to be faith is the belief that God will do what is right and best. Not what we, not what we want the answer to be. So mm. I want to, I want to say this because uh, one of my friends, they're struggling with this. You know, they're mm-hmm. like, dude, God never answers my prayers. I feel like, I feel like God is just ignoring me. Like this world sucks. And the, the one person I want to answer just isn't answering me. So there's a quote that I heard. Okay. And you've probably heard it because this quote goes around everywhere. But mm-hmm. it's the teacher is always silent during the test. So let's mm. break that down a little bit. I don't know if you've heard that before. Oh, yeah. From you. I absolutely love that. Was yeah. it for me? Uh-huh. Well, I, I use it a lot ever since I've heard it. But, okay, so when you're at school or if you're still in school or whatever, the teacher usually doesn't go around giving answers during the test. Mm-hmm. So when things are – we've talked about trials many times. We have a whole episode on on the faith one. But so when things are getting tough or you feel like you're being challenged or you feel like – the weight of the world is kind of pushing on you. Maybe, think about it like this. Maybe God is testing you. Maybe he's trying to grow you. Maybe he's just trying to do something to work with you. You know, a lot of times we pray for, Lord, give me patience or Lord, give me strength. Well, he's not going to give that thing to you. He's going to give you opportunities to grow that thing. Uh, I forgot where I was going with this. I, <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. when God is testing you, when, I, when God is trying to gr- grow you and build mm-hmm. you, He's not always going to be telling you the answer. He's not, he's not, he's not always going to be there to give you the answer. He's going to make you grow his faith, your faith in him. I, I was going on a tangent there and I kind of forgot and I tried to 
No, no. Yeah, you're but good, I man. think that was that was the main idea of that tangent. Mm-hmm. But I also want to say, when you feel like God isn't answering you, and you feel like you know that God is just not there. I, I'm going to tell you that that's not true. That is, that is not true. God is always yeah. there, and there's nothing you can do to let God leave you. So when you feel like God isn't answering you, don't shut up. Don't stop talking to Him. I mean, we should have stopped praying in general, but. When you don't feel like you got you're getting an answer, you better spam God. You better blow His phone up, because I mean, may, maybe if you keep blowing Him up, He'll be like, "Okay, I'm gonna give you an answer now." You know, but if we stay faithful in prayer and we stay faithful in these tough times when we feel like God isn't there and we feel like we're not getting an answer, God is going to help. He's never just gonna leave us out in the dirt. Yeah. He's always gonna give us something to help us. So yep. if we stay true to God and we stay faithful in Him, we stay constant in prayer. And we say in our Bible, he's going to eventually talk to us and reveal himself to us. Mm -hmm. I know God speaks to me a lot in my Bible because I'm not the type of person that actually hears God through my prayer all the time. But I I mainly hear him through my Bible. So when I'm like not feeling like God's answering and I go to my Bible, he can answer, you know, in that way. Yeah. And I... I... (laughs) You, I had so many thoughts during that whole. I did too. I tried to like. Had. That's the problem. <laughs> when I like kind of just free roam it and kind of go off, no. I get so many thoughts. No, for real. Okay, so and I, I was writing down some of my thoughts. That's if you good. I was typing. hoping you. I hope. I was hoping you were. So, First Peter three twelve says, "For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and His ears are attentive to their prayer." So God mm-hmm. hears the prayers of the righteous. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. And we, I think we talked about that before. So if you, if you don't know how to be righteous, well, you become saved, right? Um, and now it's kind of interesting. So John 9.31 declares, we know that God does not listen to sinners. He listens to the godly man who does his will. Mm-hmm. So the godly man who does his will. Now, we're all sinners by all means, right? Oh, yeah, but we're all Barabbas. For, exactly. We're all Barabbas. I love it. I love that, um, dude. But we are cleansed through Christ Jesus' blood. So if we're saved, so then it goes on to say he listens to the godly man who does his will. So if you are wanting God to hear your prayer, if you are wanting God to, to hear you now, that does, again, going back to what we said before, even if he hears you, that does not mean that he's going to do what you want, because what you want isn't always what's best. It's, we're like kids, you know, like yeah. sometimes like when you're a kid, you want candy all the time. That's oh, obviously yeah, an not analogy. Best. Yeah. OK, um, let me finish this thought. And then. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Do, do that. So. God isn't always going to give you what you want. He gives you what you need. And again, he listens to the prayer of the righteous, the, the prayer of the godly man who does his will. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like you said, Codis, you know how, like, when you keep praying, keep praying. My mom yeah. used to have this thing when I grew up. She would say, if you ask me something and I say no, you, you can only ask me three more times or else I'll get mad. <laughs> and I'm not saying God's exactly like that. No, but what I'm saying is, is um, I forget the word that she used. Um, May, oh, she said, you can only ask for me to reconsider three times. And so we'd be like, as soon as she said no, we'd be like, can you reconsider? She'd be like, no. And we'll be like, can you please reconsider? No. Can you please reconsider? No. And we knew that was it. Um, but like God, I think sometimes we can pester him enough um, yeah. to where we, we can change his mind. Now, if you hear me say that, that sounds a little weird. Okay. Yeah. We, we can change God's mind. What? Okay. But that is a biblical concept. Um, so... You look at Jeremiah, uh, Jeremiah 18, 8 helps explain this concept and it says, and if that nation I warned repents of its evil, then I will relent and not inflict on the disaster I have planned. So if this nation uh, repents of its evil, then God would change his mind and not destroy it. Right. And so, again, in Jonah 3, 10 is another example. Um, 
when God saw what they did and how they turned from their evil ways, he relented and did not bring on them the destruction that he had threatened. Um, and so, and there's a few more occurrences like with, uh, well, anyways, you get the point. Um, like, okay, I guess one more Moses, right? So Moses was like, God, I can't do your will, your calling. Cause I have a speech impediment. So because of that, God allowed changed his mind, if you will, allowed his brother Aaron to help him in this, uh, in his, endeavors and performing God's will. So um, with that being said, if you pray enough, God, and and you are righteous, God hears you. You can continue to pray. And ultimately, if it fits into his will, he will allow you that or He will grant you that prayer. Now, how can I make sense of uh, how that doesn't contradict anything in scripture? So it's kind of like this. Um, Imagine a parent and a child, Cody, I think we said this on a podcast before, but imagine a parent, mm-hmm. tri- a child, like my mom and I, riding in the car, right? So yeah. say, say we're heading from point A to point B. God's will is at point B. So his goal, his <clears throat> will is to get to point B. Yeah. However, as the child, I'm sitting in the car with my mom. If uh, I'll change it to my dad because that's a, it's a father. It's a better example here. But if the dad is driving the car to point B from point A, and along the way, I do something along the way, or I pray, or I ask the father if I can get a piece of, like a candy bar. And if I ask him enough, like my dad actually would, he would stop and stop at a gas station and give me yeah. a candy bar. So likewise, if we pray to the father and ask for a candy bar, or we pray to the father in whatever we are praying for, mm-hmm. in accordance to his will, that is. Um, and that's why Matthew chapter 6, um, I believe, says we ought to pray according to his will in the Lord's Prayer. Um, if we pray according to his will, if we ask the father to stop and get a candy bar, you get, you get the analogy, then the, the father can pull off to the side, get the candy bar, hop back on the road, and still get to point B without it interrupting the will because his will mm-hmm. is to get to point B. <clears throat> so just because you take a little detour to get a little candy bar, to bless the child, to, to bless us, God blessing us, um, it oh, does man. not take us off of the track of the will of getting to point B. Hope that makes sense. Yeah. what's your thoughts? I know you have some. So, a lot. But there's this one analogy that I always like to use. I, I made this analogy sitting in bed once when I was talking to somebody. Uh, this, But so, the way God answers our prayer, you know, we have different timing than God. So, like, say I'm really praying for this, like, new game. I'm like, God, Lord, let me have this game that I, I really want. You know, it's like 20 bucks. Uh, but God, you know, please give me that money. And obviously, he doesn't give me that money because that's not what I need at that time. But, you know, two days later, I run out of gas, but I find 20 bucks on the ground. You know, the, the exact amount, the perfect amount I need for to fill my tank or whatever, you know. Yeah. Like, God answered the prayer. He gave me the 20 bucks, but on his timing, when I needed it the most. Because sometimes when we pray for something, it's not always when we need it. It's when we want it. See, a lot of the times, I'm, I'm guilty of this a lot, but I pray for stuff that I want. I don't pray for stuff that I need. You know, God, I mean. Obviously, we need to pray for stuff that we want because God wants to hear all, all the things we want and stuff. But sometimes, instead of praying for things that we want or things that we need, sometimes it's, it's good to like, thank God for the stuff that we have because mm. God can easily take away everything. Like, I don't have to have this shirt. I don't have to have this hat. I don't have to have any of this. But see, God gave it to me. So instead of always asking God for this and that and all of this, why don't we thank him instead? You know, um, It's in Proverbs somewhere. Uh, I can't remember where. This is kind of going a little off side. That's fine. That's but fine. it talks about uh, just be quiet and listen. You know, so sometimes mm. when we're all caught up, caught up in prayer, we're like, God, why aren't you listening? God, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? Like, 
it seems like we're yelling at God sometimes, but we have to understand that be quiet and listen. Like, I mean, yes, you're talking to God and that's great, but give him a chance to talk back. Don't just yes. blabber, blabber, blabber. Cause it's a, it's a conversation. We have a relationship with God. So yep. just be quiet and listen in your prayer. I encourage you to do this sometime. Just when you're praying, just be silent for a little bit and give t- God time to respond. Or when you're reading your Bible, just try to focus on the words and l- allow God and allow the yes. Holy Spirit to speak to you. Yes. So it's in Proverbs somewhere, I think. No, basically, still it's still like, for sure. I know exactly. Yeah, what you're it's like shut up and listen, like in the in like the <laughs> m- yeah. way I'm gonna say it. <clears throat> well, the, yeah, no, there is a, a verse in Psalms. I think it says, "Shut up and listen." Um, it, it, of course, it's David speaking. Yeah. Um, but what you said, it reminded me of, of course, Matthew chapter. I think it's six again, where Jesus speaking says, "When you go to pray, go like go in a secluded area, go in your room, mm-hmm. close the door." And then he's saying, sit in silence. Now, why would Jesus want us to sit in silence? Because God comes in a whisper, and I'm trying to find the verse for it. Um, mm-hmm. But it's somewhere in Exodus. I know that, and I can't find it, but I know it's there. Um, but it's hard to Google and talk at the same time. Um, but at the end of the storm, God came in a whisper. And so yeah. God is going to speak to you when – because life is hectic. Life is crazy. Like oh, we hear, yeah. Yeah, we hear constant voices. We have constant distractions, especially with these these things are detrimental. Our phones to, um, for the people in the audio, our phones are detrimental to our, our, our relationship, honestly, because it is instant entertainment at all times of the day. And so when we're sitting in our quiet, our quiet time trying to hear God come in a whisper or speak in a whisper, we can't because we're constantly distracted. So we've got to get rid of all distractions, have complete clarity so that we can hear God when he speaks. Mm-hmm. Now, how do we know when God speaks? This is, I'm sure, not necessarily what we we're trying to talk about, but in short, majority of time in the Bible. He speaks to us in four ways. He speaks to us um, through the Bible and through prayer, through the church and through circumstance. That's how he speaks to us, biblically speaking. Um, I do want to add real quick because the the person in the comments made some really valid points. Um, Name just for a podcast shout out. Um, 100 minus one on TikTok. Um, So he said that God is not willing um, that any should perish. Of course, he's quoting John 3, 16 here um, so that all could have everlasting life. And his will is not always done because, of course, his will is currently being carried out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to add to that. Yes. So it also says that God will meet you where you are. So, like, yes. say you, you, you started doing God's will and you were doing great, but then you veered off and you completely mm-hmm. went on a whole new track. See, God's going to meet you where you are yep. and eventually get that track to go back to the track yes. that you were supposed to be on. So yes. just because you are far from what you think God has planned for you, yes. that, I mean – He's going to build a whole new track to get you back on the track that you're supposed to be. So you yep. are never too far from God. And that's what, yeah. that's what's beautiful about our God is because he gives us this free will, you know, this free will to choose. And then again, like we said at the beginning, he knows the result of our free will. He yep. is all knowing. He is all powerful. Um, and so that's just how great our God is. Um, and so we can ask like we're talking about and he can give. Um, and we can also subvert it in a lack of faith as a hundred minus one says. So, um, really cool. Awesome. I love the comment by the way. Yeah. Um, so our God is just so great and I've, I, we, we fail to, to, to recognize that. Um, I made a video today, but it was based off of a line in one of the chapters I was writing in the book, which I'm going to, which by the way, I'm going to re- reference all the time now because like, oh, I love yeah, the stuff that fine. God speaks through it. Um, Please do. I don't know about you Codes, but when I pray, I oftentimes, uh, I've, I've mentioned it before as like uh, intrusive thoughts, but I also have like intrusive thoughts of doubt. And so while I'll pray, sometimes I'll be like, 
I'll, I'll say, speak some sort of doubt in my head. Oh, and, yeah. um, and so in the book, I say that doubt is the slow, thoughtful rot of faith. And so, Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Powerful. yeah. yeah. Um, and if you, yeah. if, if you really think about it, like the only, like, and I go into detail in the book, so I, I won't get in detail here, but we don't doubt because God first doubted us. No, we love because he first loved us. And doubt was introduced not from us, but from Satan. When he said in Genesis chapter three, he said, did God really say that? And that's in verse one. And so um, this is just, if you want to increase in your faith, increase increase in your righteousness, um, decrease your doubt. We've talked about that in many podcasts before. Decrease your doubt so you can increase your faith. And uh, anyways, so I I guess this is a podcast for people that are praying and they they aren't Mm. seeing results or something. Um, but it is and absolutely incredible. I want to say something about that doubt. So sometimes the devil will give us doubts. He will give us thoughts, but I say this quote all the time because it's powerful and I love it, but yep. why would a thief rob an empty house? Yep. Obviously Satan is trying to knock you off the path for a certain reason. Yep. And especially when you're getting close to a huge blessing, that's when it starts getting rough. So oh, yeah. if you feel like the devil's trying to mess with you, remember, why would a thief rob an empty house? You know, so mm-hmm. there's obviously a reason why he's trying to mess with you. Yep. When things get tough, that's when you need to start pushing harder. Because when things get tough, that's how you know Satan is trying to stop you from doing something. So you gotta and put the big boy pants on. That's you right. And, you, and that's when you lean not on your own understanding and lean on the yep. understanding of God and know that His word Love is true and know man. right. Um, and it's it's hard to do. Like we say that. Oh, it is. It is. It's simple, but it's not easy. It's simple, but it's not easy. It's simple to know what the word says. It's simple to mm-hmm. understand that I need to lean on God. But it's not easy to do when when I'm faced with financial or uh, pressures because obviously I have that now. Mm-hmm. When I'm faced with financial pressures, what do I do? Do I lean on my own understanding, like oh, okay, I've got to do this, 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 and this, or do I trust in God? Mm-hmm. And ultimately, that's what I worry about the most. Is um, the only reason I care to make money is so that I can provide security for my now family, of course, me, and my wife, and so. When that security is threatened, which thankfully God has blessed us abundantly, and I haven't had to worry about that in quite a while. Um, but when that security is threatened, I always, at least for majority of my life until recently, I have always relied on my own understanding. And that has always led me astray. Mm-hmm. Always. There has not been a single time where I leaned on my own understanding This and without <laughs> – uh, sometimes your understanding will align with God's, but whenever yeah. whenever I li- rely on my understanding and I don't ask for God or God for His, I always leads me astray. And then whenever I lead lean on my own understanding, when I, that's when I begin to doubt myself. Yeah. Um, and when I doubt myself, that is when I doubt God's perfect creation. Of mm. course, um, <clears throat> not saying I'm perfect, but um, His His will is perfect, though. And so when I doubt myself, I doubt that. Um, because I am who God has called me to be, regardless of if I think I am it right now or not. Um, and so anyways, I just gave away like three solid uh, truths that are in the book. But um, anyways, so prayer is a powerful, powerful tool. And yes. it is made available to us through Christ Jesus. And we don't utilize it enough. It's probably our yeah. most powerful tool. And yet, oh, we, it definitely is. Yeah, and we just ignore it. It's our it's the communication line between us and our creator. We don't have to have uh Saint Mary, we don't have to have Saint anybody. We can yeah. pray directly to God and He hears the prayers of the righteous. Mm-hmm. I, I wanna say this too. 
So I've been waiting to say this. I didn't know how to kind of tie this in, but it kind of ties in here. Mm-hmm. But Psalms 56, 8 says, tears are prayers too. They travel mm-hmm. to God when you cannot speak. And that is a, I mean, I wrote it in the back of my Bible just so it's like away from everything and it's there. But I mean, that verse right there, like, because I'll, I'll be honest, there's times when I completely break down and I'm like, God, I don't know what to do. But those tears alone are enough because God, yeah. I mean, like, this guy sounds stupid, but okay, I, I'm just hang with me here. But I'm hanging. Prayer is pretty much pointless because God already knows what we want. God already knows what we need. Now I'm not. I'm. I'm not saying prayer is pointless. I'm saying we need to pray. But my whole spiel. I, I, of it I is, see what you're saying. Yeah, God knows what we want and need, but He mm-hmm. likes. He likes to talk to us, so He likes to communicate with us. So He mm-hmm. likes for us to ask. You know. So I'm not saying prayer is pointless, but I'm just saying like God already knows your needs and wants. Um, where was I going with here? I don't know, but God hears your tears. So when you're breaking down, you're crying to God. He is there and he is, he is the way I use it a lot is God is like a life jacket. You know, he's always there. Like when we're walking on water, like Peter was in Matthew six, I think it was like when we're walking on the water, you know, and we keep our eyes on Jesus, we're staying afloat, you know, we're doing great. But as soon as we take our eyes off of Jesus, we're going to start to sink into the world, start to sink into the sin. And what do we do when that happens? We need a life jacket to get out of the water. And God is always there. His hand is always out. God's yeah. hand is always there, ready to save us. It's our choice, yep. though, we, whether to grab it or not to grab it. Because I mean, kind of the poopy part with like free will is that, I mean, God's going to let us do what we want. He's not going to mm-hmm. force us to do anything, which kind of sucks. But he loves us so much that he's not forcing us to love him. So when we wow. start to sink, it's our choice. If we want to grab, if we want to grab, if we want to grab God's hand, or if we just want to keep in sinking, keep on sinking. And you know what? How many of us, because of our pride, refuse to acknowledge that we need to reach up and ask for help? Sometimes we're even too ashamed. Like I'll be honest. Sometimes yep. I'm like, when I when I fall into sin, I'm like, oh, yep. I don't want to talk to you right now. Yep. Uh, give me a few minutes. Like, <laughs> like this is how the prey goes. God. I don't even know what to say right now. Like that, that's exactly how it goes. Like I just, I yeah. just kind of just, I just acknowledge him. I'm like, dude, I messed up. Yeah. Uh, just help me. Cause like, this isn't good. And then, and then, I, and then it goes into like, God, I want to say, I'm sorry, but I know I'm imperfect and I will continue to yeah. sin for the rest of my life. So I, I want to say, sorry, but am I really? Cause this like, is difficult. God, yeah. like, I need help. <laughs> and that's how it goes. <laughs> like the, those conviction prayers are so like, yeah. it sucks. Cause like, I want to say, God, I'll never do this again. But like, I know that's not true. Yep. Like it's, it's so tough because yeah, sin is stupid. I hate sin. <laughs> Dang Eve. I'm kidding. Well, I'm thankfully, kidding. uh, relatively that is here soon. We'll, we'll be up in heaven in paradise rejoicing. So I'm hoping it's like when I wake up tomorrow, <laughs> right? Jesus, come on back. my friend. That'd be so cool. Yeah. Well, but... I want to be awake for when it happens though. So God, if you can wait till I'm awake so I can hear this trumpet, <laughs> that'd yeah. be so cool. Well, the whole world will know, my friend. Yeah. Like lightning strikes from the east to the west. I do like thunderstorms. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if it's a, a literal thunder. No, I don't, but, I don't uh, think so. But it, it, The whole world will know, man. Mm-hmm. It'll be really cool. That was my tangent of a podcast there. Yeah. Well, hey, I like it, man. Yeah. Um, Hopefully the, uh, this helps someone. I feel like it's going to help someone. I think so. Um, based off of my comments, it was a, it was a good, uh, good, good episode. Do you uh, have any more things you want to add? I just want to tell people to not give up. Like when things are getting tough, just know that God is always there. He's always listening. 
you know, it just may not be the way that you think it is. Like, oh, no, sorry, God's always listening, and he's always going to answer your prayers, but it's not always the way you think it's going to be answered, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So just be you, patient. And you just sparked a thought. So last yeah. night at youth, um, the, the middle school pastor um, had a, a, a spiel, and the one nugget I want to take away was this. When we accept our weakness, which is that we are imperfect and that we sin, when we accept our weakness, it reveals our greatest strength. And when I say that, our strength is not in, our, in and of ourselves. We are weak because we are imperfect, but our strength as Christians comes from Christ. And when we admit that we are flawed, when we admit that we are prideful, when we admit that we are sinners, Christ is able to be that hand reaching out. Christ is able to be that strength. And... Uh, <laughs> dude it it's crazy to me that that people i understand why people think that christians are crazy but when it, it it's crazy to me though that i have experienced god's love in such a way that i want to share it with so many people but when they hear that love expressed through me it's hard to explain dude th- that and it's hard for me to imagine that when they see that love that I, I feel like I evidently show that I feel, they still reject to accept that love too. And my, uh, sorry to interrupt. No, yeah. Keep going. No, no, that's uh, it. So my pastor obviously had a crazy past and everything, but he says because he loves like his 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 favorite mission field to work on is like uh, recovery alcoholics, drug addicts. Mm. There's like people who are addicted to stuff, yeah. and he loves to say this, but he's saying. I've been high on like pretty much everything you can do in God's love. There is nothing, there is no high that can get you like God's love. Like, wow. and like, that's pretty powerful for a man that's yeah. done a lot of things. I mean, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm telling you there, there is nothing like God's love. Like it's, Oh, I like God. He's cool. Right. I, uh, I was listening to one of the books that I, I think it was chapter two that I hadn't shown you yet. Um, or the chapters, and I was listening to it in the shower because I recorded it while I was reading. <laughs> like I read it and recorded it because I'm, I'm recording each chapter. Um, we can have an audio book. Like, well, I don't know about that, but um, so <laughs> then um, I was in the shower and I was listening to it, and then so in this chapter, I, I I wrote I guess the story or whatever, and then I didn't know how God wanted to use that, and so I prayed while while I was writing it, and then all of a sudden just flowed. Okay. And so I was listening to it. I, like I had read it when I was recording the audio, but I hadn't listened to it to hear it. And I was in the shower and I was just washing my hair. And then I heard what the Holy Spirit spoke through me into the book. And I was like, and I like, I, I, got, I don't cry, but like, I, this was my version of crying. I was like, oh gosh, I can't believe that. And anyways, just Dude, the, the, the love. The Holy Spirit will like, sorry to interrupt. No. Yeah. But like the Holy Spirit, like, on this podcast, like, I don't know what I say half the time. Like, the Holy Spirit just speaks. Yeah. And it's, like, people think that's crazy. Like, mm-hmm. they don't understand, like, how do you not remember? Like, no, I'm yeah. just telling you, you're on, a, you're on a Jesus high. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, Yeah. <sighs> no, and I, I forget the passage, but it says when you don't know what to say, the Holy Spirit will speak through you, and it's typically yeah. in prayer, but also in other circumstances as well. And so, I, I like, dude, I have to go back and watch every single podcast because – I forget what it said, and I don't remember yeah. a quarter of this what was This one I'm going to have to rewatch. No, this one is full of solid truths. I will definitely rewatch this one. Um, anyways, I feel like this one was one solid truth after the other. So Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> we keep saying any any last Man, thoughts, and we keep. I'm telling you, this book, dude. Like, you got to get it yourself, and just like, cause like the pages are so small, yeah. but like you can make them such powerful things. I bet. I bet. Like I've done two in a row, two weeks in a row, and I feel bad for mm-hmm. that. But like they're just so good. And I love them. I don't know, man. I'll, That's awesome. I'll That's get something stuff, this man. week, but. That's good, man. Well, uh, if you don't have any more thoughts, I guess I'll uh, wrap yeah. it up here. I'll get the thing. So, <laughs> you get the thing. I'll say the thing. <laughs> um, so, if you've heard this and you've, you maybe you see or you hear the love that we feel through us through our words, we feel the love of God. Therefore, we show the love of God, or we express the love of God of God as best we can. Um, obviously we're not perfect, but maybe you see that and you're like, you know what, maybe they got something that I want. Maybe they're, they're, they've, they've got something to them. Maybe they're right. You know, maybe it's a long shot. Maybe they're right. <laughs> um, if that's you, um, we do want you to, uh, and you're willing to, to give your life to Christ. And when I say mm-hmm. that there is no greater love than to lay down one's life for a friend. And so Christ laid his life down for you. He did it for you so that you could be saved, so that you could spend an eternity in heaven with God. And since there is no greater love than to lay down one's life, what we're doing when we say, um, if you want to give your life to Christ. Now, we aren't saying to, to, to die by any means, um, but, well, I guess we are, um, you know, in a sense. <laughs> Not physically, that is, but we are to die to ourselves, to die to our sin, and to live as if we are new in Christ. Um, and then essentially that's what baptism represents, um, death to yeah. the old and life to the new. And because we are new creatures through Christ when we become saved. And so, um, yeah, when I say, do you want to give your life to Christ? Um, or it, I'm literally saying well, you need to make some sacrifices and Christianity or this faith, it's not easy. <laughs> it's really not. No. Um, all throughout the New Testament, you see like every disciple got murdered, persecuted, disemboweled. Um, stone yeah. hung on an upside down cross, except for one. One lived to die of old age, but um, but that doesn't mean he went without persecution by any means. Um, he died in exile on an island all by himself after being in prison for many years. Um, but this this faith is not easy. So when I say, do you want to give your life to Christ? Yes, I'm talking about your your sinful life, um, but I'm also saying your new life is not yours once you give it to Christ. It is for Christ for you to live. Um, does that make sense? Maybe. Yeah. So yeah. Um, with that being said, it's not an easy decision, but it's a really easy decision. Like there's no contest when you experience the love that God gives you. Um, it's like that of none other. Um, the, there is no word or words to describe the love that you feel when you truly experience God's love for you. Um, and you see that love for you portrayed in this giant book. And sadly for most of you, and I'm holding my Bible for the audio listeners, for, sadly, for most of you and for most of my life, that that book was this dusty old thing that I never opened that sat on my nightstand all the time and it gathered dust. And I remember times where I would swipe my finger, just be like, and I'd feel convicted, like, I know I need to read. But I didn't, of course. And ultimately, I, I ended up, I would. Um, but anyways, the point is this. God wants you to feel the love that he has for you, but you've been rejecting it. If you aren't saved, you've been rejecting it. And I'm, I'm sure that this podcast isn't something that you've heard and now you like you want to change your life. I hope it is, and I recognize that it's probably not the case for you, but I really hope for your sake that it is because I am telling you the truth because I love you enough to let you know the truth. And the truth is that God loves you, and he sacrificed his son, him, the God in the flesh, son of man and son of God, 
so that you can have everlasting life. And uh, it's a free gift of love that we have to choose on a daily basis because love is a choice um, by all means. And so it's a choice that you have to choose to make on a daily basis. And I hope that you make that choice and you pray the prayer that CODIS is about to say, and then you continue to live in such a way that glorifies God for the rest of your life. But CODIS, uh, what's the prayer? All right. So dear Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. Please forgive me and to come into my life. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Now please help me to live the rest of this life for you. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. And if you prayed that prayer, we want you to reach out to us on our Instagram. You just got to search up Yolk Christian Podcast um, or something along those lines. Or you, or you can find us on TikTok and same same name, Yolk Christian Podcast. We'll pop up. You just DM us, yep. uh, preferably on Instagram because that's what we see the, uh, the best because TikTok kind of hides things for some reason. Um, but... Let us know that you uh, you said that prayer, and uh, we'll give you your next steps. Um, if you're just now listening for whatever reason, we want you to go back and listen to this whole podcast. Podcast is going to be on Spotify, Apple, all that fun stuff. So um, anyways, with that being said, go to say. Godspeed.